0: Hey everybody, welcome to the set. Thanks for joining us here today. So interesting situation is taking place right now. It appears like Nikki Haley not only is not dropping out of the race after she lost to Iowa, uh, New Hampshire, and then Nevada. I think to no name, nobody was even running, and these people, no name, won. <laughs> Quite frankly, nobody. Trump wasn't in that on that ballot. Mickey Haley was. She lost that. She now lost South Carolina today. And that is her home state, where she was governor. And all the endorsements from that state, governor, senators, congresspeople all went to Donald Trump and the voters so did as well. Trump having sixty percent and she had a nice thirty nine percent of the vote okay, um, are these really voters that want to stand behind Nikki Haley, or do they just despise Trump, right? And are they Democrats that are voting in this Republican primary, as they've done in New Hampshire, which gave her also a nice amount of votes? And quite frankly, even if she sticks with this 40%, Trump sticks with 60 where is she going? What is her end game? Right, I don't see her having a path to victory. Nobody does. And she keeps us saying, we're going to do well. We're going to do well. We're going to maybe beat expectations. But she's not saying we're going to win. Did she say she was going to win South Carolina? No, she said she'll stay in. Even if she loses it, she'll stay in for Super Tuesday. But she's going to lose so badly again. What's going on with Nikki? I think she's lost. Donald Trump was asked in a town hall with Laura Ingram. It was just a blowout town hall interview. I think it was fantastic. Laura Ingram hosted that, and Tim Scott came up uh, in the middle. And the questions from the audience were really great. Her questions and the conversation with Trump, really top-notch questions. And she didn't let him just rattle on for 25 minutes, as he sometimes does when you ask him a question. He'll just go on, go on, and end up in South Africa. Um, and that's not a problem, but you know a lot of things are repetitive and she really hunted down responses by cutting in at at a moment where he was silent for that split second where you could without insulting him and being too aggressive cut in and ask him a specific question about something else and she did that very well and he over there she asked him Why do you think Nikki Haley's still in the race when she's losing? And Trump said she can't find her way out. She doesn't know how to get out, right? And, And that's quite frankly what's going on. She is dead in the water, completely over. What did it? She ran in, got into this race last year, even called President Trump before she got in to ask him if she could run. He said, like, you could, but he doesn't think she should, right? She let him know that she's going to run. She didn't attack him until very recently, until basically the Iowa uh, primary caucuses. And then, uh, by New Hampshire, she started really attacking Trump aggressively. What happened here? What was the strategy? So let me tell you what I think. At this point, she's dead in the water. She cannot get out of the race. There's nothing to lose from staying in the race. She dropped this... Uh, election campaign of hers and she has no future when this is over Nikki Haley is a thing of the past has really no future in the Republican Party anywhere the establishment Republicans have abandoned her by endorsing Trump and coming out against her Tim Scott, Ron DeSantis you know she's done So there's no reason for her to get out. But when she got in, her goal was not to look like this and to be this rhino anti-Trump Republican candidate in the race. Who was that? That was Chris Christie, who represented himself as the guy that's in the race only to attack Trump and hopefully debate Trump on the stage and ask him some tough questions about, you know, you being a despicable person and a narcissist and Donald Trump uh, adding gas to the fire and, Dividing the country and cheating the people. And that didn't work out very well for him. But he did get a small base. Nikki Haley went into this race and I predicted when she got in on Jimmy fail's Fox Across America Radio Show that she's in this race to be Donald Trump's VP. And what's at play here? Why did Trump allow her to run? Right, She even asked him on the phone. She asked him, can I run any letter? I said back then it's because she will be his VP pick. She won't beat him. Because back then, you had a MAGA Trump voter base, right after the midterms won, Republicans did poorly, who said they're sticking with Trump no matter what, and that was 35% of the Republican Party. 35%. You had 65% left. What happens with that 65%? You have a candidate, Ron DeSantis, running against Donald Trump, and 65% don't want to do Trump, right? They go to Ron DeSantis. So that sounded like a pretty good thing. I mean, DeSantis gets in, he could do it, he can make it. Good for him. But what happens when you have other candidates jumping into the race? Because the 65% that would vote for DeSantis if it's Trump versus DeSantis aren't necessarily the biggest DeSantis fans. They just want an alternative because they saw that we lost with Trump in the midterms and a lot thought in 2020 and they're like, let's get somebody who can actually win It doesn't have this hatred built up against him in the Democrat Party and that would be maybe DeSantis, Nikki Haley, or somebody, right? So DeSantis was in, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy got in, You got some other no-names, I don't even know who, who got into the race. But Trump really needed as many people to get in so that they split up the 65% of not-Trump vote voters, right? And that's why you saw DeSantis at 20%, Nikki Haley at like 15%, Swamy at some point at 10%, Christie at 4%, and Trump still at his 30-40% base. And that was before the indictments came down, which really helped Trump. And so the idea being, I think, between Trump and Haley was she was going to be in this race, not win, but help Trump win by taking away from the voters that would vote for the Sanders if Nikki Haley wasn't in the race. And they would split up the 65% among other candidates. But at the same time, without attacking Donald Trump, Nikki Haley was going to build a very good base of voters that like her. And she managed to do that. What are we talking about percentage-wise? 15 to 19 percent, right? Maybe a little more than that. And that's what we saw play out in Iowa. And the fact that she was in the race helped Trump win. And her DeSantis, right? Okay. So that really, her being in the race was a favor for Trump. Helping him win. Now when she gets that 19 percent, that vote for her, and Trump is the Republican nominee. Eventually, he takes her as a VP pick. She's a woman, she's qualified, and she's not such an extreme MAGA Republican. It's pretty establishment, but more moderate, okay? She didn't have any haters at that point, really, when they were thinking about setting it up this way. She would bring her 19% voter base out so strongly in the general election to vote for her for VP, Trump for president, and Trump would have his MAGA base, and that would help Trump win against the Democrats in 2024. That was what the game was. So what happened? Right? Iowa, Trump wins over 50%. He didn't expect it necessarily. Nikki Haley at 20 DeSantis at 20 right? Okay. DeSantis got out of the race, Vivek Ramaswamy got out of the race. Why didn't Nikki Haley get out of the race? If the plan was that she was going to help destroy DeSantis' campaign and help Trump become the nominee and then be the VP pick, why didn't she drop out of the race, endorse Trump, become good with him? Because up until I- after Iowa, basically, or a little before that, she didn't attack Trump at all, so that she could have gotten along well with him. She could have gotten out of the race, stood behind him, give rallies... In the name of Trump, and then become his VP pick. But why not? Why didn't she do it? She's not stupid. I'll tell you why she didn't do it, because... What happened was... Somebody by the name of Vivek Ramaswamy... Anybody know who he is? So he he appeared like this nutcase on the debate stage... Who was just a Trump wannabe... And he's a pretty bright fellow some good ideas. Interesting guy, I gotta I got say. And now he's turned himself into a per- TV personality. He's, he's a very successful guy. I think this campaign of his was very successful. Even though he didn't become the nominee, that was not his goal. Obviously, he was thinking, you know, he wants to be the nominee. But he made himself famous like never before. His book sold like heavy, and now he's a TV personality on Fox. He was a billionaire before, but he still didn't have this kind of access that he has now. And, you know, he'll speak for Trump. He'll be a public figure like he was never. And he was on a debate stage. And what was he using to make a name for himself? He wasn't attacking Trump because, hey, right? He was saying he's a MAGA guy who just doesn't have the Trump baggage. Right. So what did he pick? Nikki Haley. He went after her so aggressively and he had some meat to use, which is the fact that she's a little establishment and pro-war, which is something that he's against. And he kept on mentioning how corrupt Nikki Haley is and how corrupt she is. And by Ramaswamy doing that, he turned the MAGA voters who Liked Ramaswamy, but they weren't going to vote for him because they liked Trump even more. And But they were listening to Ramaswamy. And they heard what he said about Nikki Haley and the rhetoric. And there was and is some actual truth to the fact that Nikki Haley is a pretty corrupt politician. And they bought into it. And the MAGA folks started hating Nikki Haley viciously. And that happened over the summer, September... November, October, right? And by the time Iowa came around, there was no way that Trump would be able to take Nikki Haley as a VP pick for the 2024 general election. The MAGA voters wouldn't accept that. They wouldn't be happy with that. Because she was turned in by Vivek Ramaswamy, who convinced all the MAGA voters that Nikki Haley is a corrupt politician. And that pretty much blew it for her. Right? And people think, you saw how aggressively DeSantis and, and Nikki Haley were going on against them, each other during debates when they were there. The biggest enemy and the destructor of Nikki Haley's political future, his name is Vivek Ramaswamy. And I just explained why. Why did Vivek do that? I believe because he wanted to be the VP pick. Okay? Uh, he didn't want Nikki Haley to be the VP pick, so he destroyed her and made his chances of being VP even bigger, although they're pretty small. Tim Scott seems like the likely nominee uh, for VP that Trump would take when he runs in the 2024 general, um, although I don't think Tim is a good pick. I think it would build up hatred even more in the general election. Although he's a pretty moderate Republican, the fact that he's black is a problem with Democrats who, the thing they hate the most, the voters and the politicians are black Republicans. I mean, if you're black, and not allowed to be a Republican because Republicans are racist. How about the fact that saying that if you're black, and not allowed to be a Republican is pretty racist? Well, that's not in their book of rules as it relates to racism. Whatever they decide is in is in, whatever is out is out. And this is perfectly fine. Saying that a black person is not allowed to be a Republican and not a, for sure not a Republican politician. Oh my god. And um, I don't think he's a great pick. Uh, it seems like Trump is thinking of taking him. Kristi Noem. Who's the governor. Pretty moderate. A little bit establishment, but okay. And it seems like he might take her. Tulsi Gabbard was floated. Another reason why Trump wouldn't take Tim uh, Scott would be because he's a senator. And he's there already. And the Republicans don't even have the majority in the Senate. And you know to get rid of Tim Scott, someone who was pretty set up in the Senate and could win re-election easily, and then you have this challenge of possibly a Democrat winning against the next Republican uh contender who would be taking Tim Scott's seat. Um and in the in the election right, unless you got somebody who's really solid that could win, it's it's stupid to get rid of Tim Scott in the Senate. So you need that vote, you want Tim Scott who could win again and again an election to stay in the Senate and keep that seat for the Republicans. What about Marjorie Taylor Greene? What about Lauren Boebert? What about Matt Gates? None of these people will be Trump's VP pick because they're too extreme. I know they're MAGA folks, but they're just not someone that you want to have as a VP pick when you want to kind of calm the tone down a little bit, right? They're just so extreme and so hated by the left and so many Republicans. Also despise them, TG, and Matt Gates, And quite frankly, they're a little loony kazoony. Vivek Ramaswamy, I think his chances are really small, though he's hoping for it and vying for it. (laughs) It's, like, so funny that he's standing there with Tim Scott, and Trump is bragging about Tim Scott, and he's like, Vivek, here's your 30 seconds, but make it quick. Like, literally, that really happened. And, uh, you know, Vivek is giving that big, huge smile and handshake to Tim Scott, but it's like, come on. Tim, get out of the way. I want to be the VP pick because it seems like Tim Scott's going to make it. I don't think he should, be the pick, I'd say Christy Nome. I mean, uh, maybe some others, Carrie Lake, no, 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 again, she's like, MTG kind of situation. That's the bottom line of the sitch. Uh, To summarize what we just uh, discussed here is why Nikki Haley's still in the race, and what happened with her campaign, and now she is indicating that she'll be running as a no-labels candidate, third-party independent. That is pretty extreme, pretty, pretty damning news. I mean, that's, that's a wow. How's that going to affect the election? I don't know. But you might see a mess happening. A lot of Trump-hater Republicans are going to vote for her, maybe. A lot of people that are just, like, fed up with Biden, maybe will vote for her. You got RFK, who's also running as an independent. Will it be an it? a factor in this general election? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if people are going to rely on her. The reason why independents never win, even if they're a good candidate, is because everyone's like, it's certainly not going to be the independent that's going to win. It's going to be a Republican or a Democrat. So why should I vote for an independent where I don't have a say? When that independence any I'm not going to make it, where I can have a real vo- a real say to some extent of voting for the Republican candidate the Democrat who's going to win. I can decide which of these two which are automatically going to end up being the winner actually ends up winning. But with Nikki Haley, who has extreme name recognition, and she's staying in to build that recognition and the name of herself. If she runs independent, what does that do? I don't know. And if it if it does play a big role in the general election as well as RFK's, um, you know, run. If these two running. Independent has an effect on the general election. Who does it hurt? With RFK, I think the Democrats, with Nikki Haley. Quite frankly, I have no freaking idea. Might help Trump. She won't win. But will she take more votes away from Biden than from Trump? I don't know. So it's a lot to look out for. And we thought it's pretty much over, you know. We're going to have Donald Trump as the nominee. And everyone's thinking Joe Biden as the nominee. One of the Republicans, one of the Democrats. Pretty much over for who's being the nominee of the Republican Party. It's Trump. On the Democratic side of the aisle, I keep on saying, and I will continue, it's not over. Joe's being out of that race at some point in time. They're going to shoot him out of there. Whether it's by putting someone up against him that runs um, in the primary and and you know beats him, someone who's a decent Democrat, moderate, or if they push him out and, and they do that on the last day at the Democratic National Convention and just put someone else up as the nominee without the Democrats voting for that person, we'll see how that happens. But this idea of Joe Biden being the nominee, and that's that. we got the two nominees, Trump and Biden, facing off each other, and we'll see who wins is not so simple. Joe's being out of there. We'll see who's there instead of Joe Biden. Nikki Haley running as a no-labels. What does that do? Those are a lot of different factors that, that can really have an effect on this election. And nobody knows where it's swinging. But I fear, as I've said, Trump being the nominee is a big problem. The Democrats are probably going to win 24-24. The White House, why? Because Democratic voters hate Trump so much that they will give up their livelihood to vote against him. I might be wrong, maybe, hopefully, but I don't think so.